Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Practical Spirits broadcast <clears throat> podcast brought to you by Seek to, Seek to Teach Ministries. I'm here with my co-host, Brother Hill. You there? Yes, I am. How you doing this afternoon, sir? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Doing well. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad we could we could pick back up. You know, continue to um, roll on with. This new series here, we're we're up to episode four, and um, last we spoke on faith versus hope. So if you didn't get that uh, on the previous podcast, you can definitely go back and listen. The podcast can be found on Apple in the Apple Podcast app. Search for Seek the number two Teach, and the same goes for Google Podcasts, or you can listen to it on Blog Talk Radio. But, um, you know, without further ado, just want to go ahead and get into today's discussion. And um, I, I gave the last example as far as with our segments dealing with metaphors and misnomers. Um, this is a segment for those who haven't heard, whereas we cover a couple of things that um, are kind of what we consider to be church sayings or, you know, popular things that are said throughout the Christian community. But although they might have a biblical base, it's kind of misinterpreted and um, doesn't really apply to how we're living. So um, I'd like I'd like to uh, reflect it back on you. Um, did you have anything in, in particular, anything in mind for, for today's discussion? Uh, I didn't have uh, in, uh, nothing in mind. Um, I think we had uh, spoken before about, I think you had mentioned about the two, or more gathered in my name, but me personally, I haven't had nothing. Um, there is there is, there is something, but uh, I'll say that in a, in a later uh, broadcast. Uh, but specifically, okay. specifically, uh, specifically, no, I hadn't had nothing um, that okay. come to mind. <clears throat> Got it. <clears throat> okay. Well, I, I had a thought as I was um, thinking. I was thinking through it last night. And I was looking at some of the, the, the examples that we have gone through and some of the things that I even thought, you know, it was about maybe two or three that kind of popped into my head. <clears throat> but what I yeah. um, kind of thought about it is, is slightly a different direction. But what I thought about was a lot of the um, phrases, a lot of things, even though we still hear them in the church today, when I look kind of over the landscape of um, Christendom just in general and just looking at the church and kind of what's being taught, I'm kind of finding that it's rare that you're finding the younger generation are subscribing to these same things. And and it's interesting because you don't hear it. Now, you may may hear it, you know, you may hear, you know, I'd say younger, let's say the age range of 30 and under. Now, you may still hear some of these things, some of the um, things reinforced, and, you know, it's basically maybe someone was raised in a church and they, they, they've just heard these things and it's just kind of a part of their vocabulary or just a part of their thought process. But for the most part, it phases out. And, and I think that um, what happens, it's um, the foundation of the church just seems to be, it's, it's really 
it's it's really like um abstract. It's it's not something that seems to be as solidified and, and what I mean not the church as far as from the spiritual aspect, but church as far as church as an organization. Not because um, we know church should be a organism and we know church should be a organization as well. But um so the church as an organism as a living, breathing um, body that that is right. here throughout eternity that that doesn't change that that doesn't die you know we contribute to it but even when we're even when we're gone from here physically the church as an organism will will never die but um, as far as the church as an organization it goes through various phases I mean you have the um, there was a particular time and I wasn't saved at that time but you know you have the um word of faith teaching and you know everything kind of goes back to and kind of relates to some of the naming and claiming but it was really at I, I would say probably in the nineties like kind of when I look back at old teachings and um some of the some of the um footage that you have from that time it was really a very popular thing to you know what mm-hmm. you're speaking it's all about what you're speaking and you know you you go through other phases um i think the sensual aspect of the church whereas you know it's about the emotion it's about the response to the charismatic teaching and things of that nature i think that has kind of always been there but then you had certain mm-hmm. periods where everybody's looking for a sign and it would just mm-hmm. be like a popular thing to say okay well you know I feel this is a great move of God, you know, or, or this is the next great move of God coming in. You were here like these prophetic words that um, could be yeah. true, but for a, a lot of it, it seemed generalized. But as I think to the mm-hmm. younger generations, I think I think they've seen their parents and they've seen their grandparents and they've observed some of these things. And really a lot of what we may have fell for, and I know even me early in my walk, I, I would get excited and caught up into some of the things until I found out that it wasn't biblical, biblically based. I think a lot of what mm-hmm. we would fall for, I don't think the mm-hmm. youth is really going for that these days. No. And and and, and I'm thinking that, um, you know, we, we do have a, the potential to have a broad or unlimited vast audience being that it's online. So it's not just – our generation and previous generations, but we're speaking to the next generations as well. So my question to you would be, having said that, looking at a couple of the things that we brought brought up and spent some time on, like what do you see, and, and I know you have a son that falls into the, the, the younger crowd. You know, he's, 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 younger, he's younger than me, and um, I know but, that he's in, involved in the church, and you have a, a young daughter um, probably around the age of my son. My, my son is 10. And um, how, how, does, how do these things um, impact as far as the, the, the teachings or or the sayings, not necessarily teachings, but but the sayings, these things that be that are being ingrained that aren't necessarily foundational. What type of impact mm-hmm. do you think it has on the church of today? And when I say the church of today, I mean those that are upcoming and the the, the future mm-hmm. leaders and um, those that maybe even are unsaved and kind of unsure. Like, what do you see with what do you see with that? Well, first of all, let me say this before I get into that. Um, one thing that we do recognize is that the Word of God doesn't change. His standards doesn't change. So I want to say that uh, before I 
say what I'm going to say because sometimes when you comment, uh, sometimes people uh, perceive it as if we're trying to make the word of God fit what's going on today. So I want to be first to, before I comment to say that uh, the word of God doesn't change. God is right. who he said he was. The word of God still has the same power that it had, you know, in generations past. <clears throat> but with that with that being said, I think one of the things that really bring this to the forefront is how we try to categorize different generations, okay? And, you know, we're given one the millennials, one is the, the baby boomers, and you have this generation and that generation and that generation. And I believe that uh, the Bible talks about, it, it declares about witty inventions, uh, about us being able to do witty inventions. And I think because of, of what, to a degree, I'm going to say this, to a degree, what children are seeing in the households compared to what they're hearing is not lining up. So a lot of these, these catchphrases and things that's being said, uh, the children not not going with them. I, I even in the scripture it talks about uh, there's going to come the time where how these children are going to receive the power of God. So uh, that's that's the danger uh, to a degree, Tahim, and how uh, we try to categorize generations. Okay, I give you an example. Uh, we have a group that say, "Well, this is how this generation was." You know, I remember when we did this. And I remember when we did that. And so sometimes we'll make it we'll make it like our generation was the generation uh as it relates to living totally to the truth of God. When that's not so because we have to remember there was a generation before my generation, there was a generation before your generation. Okay? There was I'm a baby boomer child. There was the baby boomer generation. But then there was generation before the baby boomer generation. You see what I'm saying? And so it seemed like there's a, a comparison. There's a comparison of who is really in the will of God according to the generation of people, and that's just not so. And so I believe the children, like, to give you a good example, the, what was it, the Azuzu Street, uh, if I'm saying it right. right. These children Azusa, don't know right. about Azuzu Street. They don't know about Azuzu no. Street. Street. I don't even know about Azuzu Street. You see what I'm saying? So we right. instead of I think sometimes instead of us keeping to what the Word of God saying and letting God do it through His Word, we bring examples. We talk about big movements. It was a great movement in Azuzu Street. You see what I'm saying? Where a, 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 and a lot of our kids because of what's being presented to us. Uh, uh, through, through the world, I mean, let's look at it. You have even folks of the world uh, talking about how they praise Jesus and worship the Lord, and they just got a war for making a, a, a CD calling women bad names and tearing the club up, drinking and get money. But then they, they'll go on a war and say, I want to thank my Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ. You see what I'm saying? So it's so many aspects now that the children of today are seeing and saying, and they're not hearing that the, they don't even uh, they don't even understand even those old sayings was being said. You see what I'm saying? Right. So I think there's a, right. a 
it, it, we doing a lot of, uh, there's a lot of talking that's being done about what was then and how we used to do this then and how we used to do that now instead of dealing with the issues of today. Uh, the issues of today is as it was yesterday, us through the love of Christ reaching people, reaching people, and, and we don't have to generate catchphrases and uh, metaphors and that. The word does not change. So I think what, you know, I, I believe that in that, instead of us comparing what is to what was, let's keep it centered according to what the word of God is and let the word work for itself. And I believe the children are hearing the talk for the most part. I'm talking about the whole body of Christ, the whole kingdom now. They're hearing the talk, but but seeing it to the degree now that it has to be seen because let's 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 be honest. The kids now, you got to show me something. They they not just gonna right. offer, tell me you see what I'm saying, this and that, right. this and that. Now kids are looking for performance. That's why you have a lot of kids that, that don't believe something until they face with it. You know, there was a saying, you know, you don't believe, you know, and they had derogatory statement with it, but they but the kids nowadays they wanna see something instead of hearing what used to be, how does that apply to me now? You know, there's different ways now that God has allowed to come. And so kids are gravitating to a certain way that feeds their desire. You know, even right. my son. Uh, my son is a Christian rapper. And and, and and my son, as I as I do, I don't see nothing wrong with it. But then I, I have to let my, I even let my son know, that certain even churches, if we want to go churches, don't have the assignment of presenting that. You see what I'm saying? That part of the ministry. So just as, you know, you see a shift and a changing and an adjustment to the time, that don't mean the word of God is changing, but there's a, an adjustment uh, according to the dispensation of the time that we're operating in. So that's how I would uh, uh, answer that, uh, Tahir. Yeah, and I, I think that's a that's that's a good response because, like, I mean, as you said, it's definitely <clears throat> regardless of the regardless of the generation, regardless of how the um, generation approaches God or approaches the spirituality. Um, right. There, we do know that there's nothing new under the, like there. It, it truly is nothing right. new. It it, it looks different, you know. You have technology applied. But um, the one thing, I, I, so I won't say there's anything new, but what has changed and what has definitely evolved is our communication and yeah. our um, our way, our, our means of communication. Yeah. So the so the the yeah. format and just the ability to get to information. And I mean, when you talk about proof and and things of that yeah. nature, oftentimes um, uh, you know you could hear something. So maybe. Let's say if I'm uh if if I'm in my early twenties and mm-hmm. I saw perhaps a televangelist coming up, you know, when I maybe saw him on the internet, maybe saw him on on TV, I'm able to look back, kind of you know, not necessarily in a time capsule, but I can look back and see footage, and I can see um, either the growth or the decline of a ministry. I can actually see someone. Um, they can change just, just like just like when we're saying you know when we look at different phases or different moves. I can look at um, the 
growth or the, the delivery of a particular minister or a leader mm-hmm. change altogether um, for the good or change for the worse. Um, they, they're mm-hmm. able to see, you know, this is whereas when when I was coming up in the 90s, you had tabloids and you would see things. Right. You, you didn't really believe much that was on there, but the tabloids, right. some of them were weekly, right. some bi-weekly, some monthly, but you might see something in the grocery store. But whereas now, um, you know, it's not just necessarily a news outlet, but things spread via social media like we talked about before. And um, to to some, you know, some people are able to defend themselves and stand in touch of time. And then others, it's, you know, everything everything crumbles based on what's put out about them. And we've seen, yeah. you know, um, great leaders, you know, fall due to that. Or um, and, and and oftentimes people will focus on, hey, well, this this is what this this person did or that person did, and not really right. um, considering how much of an impact, how many hundreds or thousands within the congregation that that could impact right. and, and hurt. Right. So when you have those that are opponents of the gospel, you know, um, we know right. that Satan is the accuser of the brethren. You have people that have always, from from the time I've heard of anything about a Christian, oh, he's supposed to be a Christian. Oh, he's supposed right. to be a minister, this, right. this, and that. Um, not understanding that we not you know losing the understanding that we're all human and yes we are right. supposed to walk upright and strive to live under the grace of God, but that's you know whatever you heard coming up you know multiply that times one hundred because right. you're looking for that it's like ah well we can point this this and that we have this financial yeah. report about this organization yeah. and yeah. you know things thing, things like that so I think um, yeah. some of those things and that's that's kind of why I thought about looking at some of the catchphrases and things things of that nature, I think the yeah. benefit of 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 the communication is that even our podcast, even this is a medium where where we kind of debunk a few things, um, it's right. not as easy to preach a sermon and to stand on some of these things that aren't really grounded in the foundational yeah. truth. And that's that's right. the thing that's the thing that I see. And you say, you know, we want an example. Well, the the the, the main example is really going to be it has to be infallible and it has to be strong yeah. doctrine, really based on the word of God, without yeah. our extra flavoring. You know, God yeah. gives us yeah. revelation. He gives us way to teach in um, different ways. Is different different ways. Like you and I, we have different ways of approaching the word of God, but it goes back to the same you know we're not we're not stepping outside of the bounds it's just what our understandings are so the different perspectives yeah. and even different yeah. forms of delivery every style is not for yeah. every person every medium yeah. is not for every person you know yeah. um you know we, we you mentioned yeah. the christian rap i have yeah. I, I don't think that there's anything wrong with the christian rap at all personally it's not a preference of mine i've heard some talented christian rappers i've i've even worked i've worked with christian rappers including your son and other rappers i've worked with them on projects on um on different media like and that's not something i would be involved in if i thought it was off or if it was something that detracts from the word of god you know i would i would say well you know if it's either you're in or out either you're with the world or you're not so i wouldn't go with anything that's in between i i like to Delineate, and I like to know what what is what, and I know how to receive it. So you do have, like you were talking about, you know, you do have those right. that will kind of play both sides right. or be involved, or you right. know, they'll call things right. God that God has nothing right. to do with. So we see those things there, but um, I, I do think it is important that. 
Go ahead. Just to, just to interject, just to interject something. Didn't mean to cut you off, but um, uh, even 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 in that, we we have to allow. See, uh, because the thing about it is this: some things I think because it's been the norm, like we started out. It kind of has been the. This is what it. This is what it is. This is what it's been. This, you see, what I'm saying. And so we keep going. And so sometimes because we become comfortable, we 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 kind of put ourselves in a, in a box to where okay, this is what it looks like. And one thing I do do remember uh, notice, and a lot of the younger folk now that's even in the Lord, they're using one particular word that's really motivating them to go forth and then not to stand on certain things that they heard coming up. That word is research. If you do the throughout the Christian community now, you hear the word research, especially amongst the younger people, more than you ever heard it before. Why? Because they're going through now and they're not they're not satisfied with just the base. You understand what I'm saying? No, they're researching now and going deeper beyond into just the surface of the word of God. And so when they go and research and they see that the things that they research are not lining up with what they've been hearing to a degree, that will cause them right. to say, hold on. You understand what I'm saying? It caused them to say, wait a minute, you know, let's take another look at this thing, you know. But one thing I yeah. do know is this. A lot of times you will hear about the word of God. You know, we hear about, you know, how the world is coming into the church, you know. And I beg to differ, like I said before. I believe, to a degree, we have adjusted our standards, and now it's not the world becoming into the, the world is coming into the church because we haven't, as a whole, as a multi whole, have maintained the standards. And so now, what we seeing is we're reaping what was sold. We started out just say in the Zuzu Street. Now, where are we at? Have we dropped the standards? So now. All we see is the reaping to what we sold because we didn't maintain the standard, which is the word of God. You know, we, we started changing up the flavor of it. You understand what I'm saying? We started putting a yes. little salt. We started throwing salt and pepper onto the flavor of the word of God. And, and slowly but right. surely the standard kind of has just shifted a little bit, kind of adjusting to what church is. So it's just like yeah. we look at yeah. church. That's not church there. That's out of order. That's not order there. And so with that, instead of us staying within the confines and allow God's word to work the way it's supposed to be, we have found right. ourselves adding labor to his word when we don't have the authority to do that. So well, I think in a lot of this. times, too, I know a lot of times, and, and I know that, and I can speak on this personally because in my early walk and and throughout most of my walk until I kind of matured and and grew beyond this, a lot of my um, relationship with God or my acknowledging the power of God was based on emotions and based on a feeling. And, and it really, what, what happens with that. And and that's not to take away from it. God is emotional that we're in his image. God is, God is, is nothing wrong with emotions. Not at all. 
the problem is, um, and it's not even, I, I can't even say, like people say, well, you can't act on emotion. I can't even say there's something wrong with that. What, what the problem is is you're not understanding that emotion, why you're responding to that emotion. And then also, you know, especially when it comes to God, if we want to, even though God is that, he, he is a being of emotion, that's not all that God, God is not just all emotion right. and we'd really be in trouble, right. you know. So it's not that God is all emotion. So we can't expect our experience with God to be an emotional thing. It's not just based on, oh, I, I've really felt the spirit here. I've, yes, it's great to feel the presence of the spirit. If if that's what, that's great. And, and I would love it, you know, to feel like I'm in the presence of God at all times. But the fact is we are walking by faith and not by sight. So that doesn't right. mean just what what we see. When I when I look at sight, I look at that as our senses in in, in right. general. When we when we're, when we're dealing with faith and a faith based being, or you know, right. uh, you know, when, when we're dealing with God who is the supreme being, I don't want to just say a being as if he can be compared because he can't be compared right. or contrasted to anything right. else, but. Right. We're dealing with God and we're we're dealing with him by faith, then we have to learn, we have to, you know, kind of punch through it. We have to fight through it. Um yes. it's the certain times in life and in the the majority, I would say really the vast majority of our walk will be times where we don't feel, you know, and we're right. we're we're right. we're going by based on what we're learning, based on what right. we've observed. It goes back to that foundation. You know, um, it's, it's not just based on, on what you feel. So, you know, someone may go, one person might go to a church and say, oh, that, that church was dead. You know, I, I wasn't shouting. I didn't, I, I didn't hear people speaking in tongues. I, you know, we didn't get right. excited. The word right. sounded dry. And that, that was right. a dead church. Whereas someone else might sit through that same service and say, man, I, man, that teaching, it was really some great teaching. It was great preaching. I really got a lot out of that. And it wasn't right. something that, you know, spoke to where they were emotionally. Right. And um, sometimes when we talk about the Lord meeting us right where right where we are, that doesn't mean like, okay, well, I'm going through this particular thing, and, yep, that was exactly what I needed to hear. Because if it's spirit-based, we, you know, right. if it's a spirit-based, faith-based word, it's things there that we don't even know what we right. need, you know? Right. That's right. That's right. It stirs up sometimes yeah. emotions. It stirs up emotions that we didn't know. And it's like you said, there's nothing wrong with emotions. But when we allow wrong emotions to control us and to influence our walk, then it becomes a problem. It becomes an issue, you know. And that's why I think we don't understand. And 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 one thing when you were talking about as far as the feeling and and. You know, we get a victory here and there. One thing that uh, we have to understand is that this has to be a continual and a consistency. And I believe, really, all this summed up because we have to observe where our relationship with the Lord is. I think it'd be summed up right. It's about, like you shared before, about relationship. And is our relationship continual with God, or is it just when we need to hear something from God? Uh, when when we when we just need something from God at that time, is that is that the only way we see who God is, or that how we determine on who God is or what we need at that time instead of an ongoing right. relationship? And I believe right. a lot of these 
younger the younger people, I believe it's a lot of what we need right now, you know. It's what's the new trend? What's you know, what's yeah. the new what's the new saying and what's yeah. the new Because I can look elsewhere. Because I can right, look elsewhere right. relatively quickly for right. something else. Like, okay, right. I can, right. you know, and like you said, research, all right, well, if this is go- isn't going to help, well, what's the other right. solution? Right. You know, the, the options. Exactly. The options and flavors. Exactly. There. Yeah. There's a lot of options now. There's a lot of options yeah, yeah. now. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, and so yeah. well, <laughs> that's our, that's our uh, <laughs> so much more that you yeah. get into this subject here, but. Uh, right, to God right. be the glory. To God be the glory. To God, absolutely. And I'm, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up. Definitely a good, um, good discussion. Yes, you can expect to hear from us again on um, Tuesday, possibly Wednesday, but we'll definitely put the information out. I just want to um, close out, close out in this last minute with a brief prayer. Father, we just thank you for the opportunity to gather in your name. Father, we just pray that the message, what it is that you are communicating, just continues to reach out to the masses and it just grows exponentially. Continue to guide us, help, um, continue to direct us, guide us as we are sharing the word with your people. We don't take this as a light task. I pray that you bless, bless my brother and his family, strengthen them, provide what they need yes. to, to make it yes. to the next day. And we just love you, Lord. We give you glory and honor. We thank you, Lord, for all of our listeners, and we pray for the salvation, yes. strength, and growth yes. of all that are involved. These are things, yes. all things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. God bless. God bless.